Hey guys, Amy Fugazi of Brilliant Observations Comedy Podcast. I'm coming to you with a special message ahead of this week's episode to let you know that I fucked up hard. Actually, I fucked up twice because while recording this episode, we suffered not one, but two critical technical malfunctions that prevented us from using the episode the way we had intended. The result? We've patched it together as best we can using the intrepid skills of our beloved producer, Melissa. So what you're about to hear is the best we've got this week, largely because I made it almost impossible to put out a show. The good news for you, you've got new content coming your way. The bad news, I sound like I'm recording from the inside of my toilet. My apologies. I am human. And as it's painfully clear this week, I fuck up a lot. I hope you'll hang with us, check out other episodes, including this one, and we'll catch you again next week. Thanks, guys. That's it. See, can't even do this bumper without a mess up. Fucking TikTok bullshit, AI bullshit, and outside Melissa's box. Ding! All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Hi, Amy. How are you? I am so spectacular. It's hard to even communicate it. Super, super great. I understand that you also are super great. I am great. Largely because you've had the opportunity to do something really fun. Well, yeah, I've I've had a I've had a week. Um, dear listener, we know you have too, and the way we know is by all of the communication you have with <laughs> us, all of your emails. I'm yes. afraid. Yes. I'm afraid to put a toll-free number. All numbers are toll-free. A toll-free number up here for you to come and share voice messages with us for the sole purpose that you'll we'll be overrun. We'll be overrun. Inundated. Inundated. Yet another full-time job for us, simply responding, nay, receiving the influx of communication from our dear listener. Is it wrong that I love the simple use of the word (laughs) nay in all of its glorious forms, whether it's a small child sharing what a whore says or 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 a a death announcement that announces what somebody's previous last name was or you coming out to say (laughs) nay. Yeah, I love it. It's never Nary a day goes by uh, another where we don't find the Thank opportunity so anytime here for you all week. Love Try it. the meal. Love it. Tip your waitress. Hey, Amy. Yes, ma'am. I had this great idea oh. of fucking with friends of mine that I haven't seen in over 20 years. I had this great idea. Why do you Um, want to fuck with people? They're your friends. Wait, are they my friends? No. Let's fuck with them. Tell me about this great idea that you have. So this morning I came to record with you and shit went sideways for us. And that's why we're together this afternoon. And I'm I'm grateful for any time I get to spend on the other side of a laptop from you. So I am responsible for the fuck up this morning. We, as usual, (laughs) had a fantastic... 49-minute recording session that was really just bouncing along, loved it. And I happened to glance down at my recording, and it was stuck at three seconds. And this is because 
I inadvertently turned off my recorder in the process. So we got together to record, blah, 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 explosion. And then I said, that's a shame because today I'm meeting friends for lunch that I haven't seen in over 20 years. And I know they haven't seen us, so they don't know us that well anymore. And I was going to ask them for a large sum of money. <laughs> for no going, real reason because no. you don't just to fuck with them and see to what the response was yeah absolutely okay. to fuck with them because why haven't we seen each other like i loved you guys why let's i'm just trying to remind so i was going to ask them for like 50 grand just because times are tough and you know we're not doing so well i, I, was I really did want to catch up but i've called you to this lunch today yes yes actually that's what i wanted to do well you keep saying it in the past tense as if this did not occur. And I also heard something really alarming in your setup, which is you use the pronoun we. So did Dr. Ficknizzle shits go with you and ruin this plan? Be careful because Dr. Ficknizzle shits um, was absolutely there with me. But the last time you came up with one of these weird ass finger knocking, flicking barley barley names, my husband renamed his car after (laughs) Barley Barley McFingle stickers. That's it. Yes. So, um, yeah, that's no more knicker sticking for him. I'm going to change it. So, yeah, careful what you say. So I went I went to lunch and and McFinger nicking. Yes, I'm there for it. The good doctor said, no, Melissa, you can't do that because I work with friends of theirs and they're going to think we're serious. Even if we laugh at the end, they're going to think we meant it. And immediately there goes my workplace, like confidence, friendships, everything. Everybody's going to think we're poor. I'm like, I'd like everybody to think we're poor. I'm fine with it. it. I think that that is... I guess a reasonable objection. (laughs) But yes, I also think, fuck that. And who would? And also, you can sell it that it is clearly for the laugh value. And if they know you and knew you, what better way to rekindle your loving relationship than with a massive horror inducing gag at their expense? Love it. I feel like, yes, this is really. So what'd you do instead? Order a salad? Like, how did it go? No, it was a love. It's the restaurant where you took an entire hockey team, an entire oh. cross team. Oh. And and yeah, so we went for their ridiculous buffet. And it was, brunch. it was delightful. It was great. And it is so nice catching up with. There's just one comment that's still sticking in my craw. Oh. It's super great. They're fantastic. Their family is is just like every other family dealing with and then recovering from and going through. And it was just, it was really, really, really nice to reconnect. The one comment that's like still stuck in my, between my ears in that gray matter mm-hmm. is when my friend says, well, it just means we're, we're all aging. And I'm like, oh my God, what? You're sitting across from the table with from me and saying, well, it's okay. We're all aging. <gasps> I am not aging. Why are you bringing that up? Why did you, you bring that? We're not friends. I just That's drank collagen, yeah. took B12. I'm on seven forms of magnesium. I eat <laughs> dirt. I eat mushroom dirt gummies followed by a dirt mushroom drink at night with uh, something seps, seps and I all that. I would chew on a steamed bat claw if it would mean <laughs> that all of a sudden my face looked 20 years younger. I think my dogs would love that. I mean, for real. <laughs> Let's just cut to it. What so. wouldn't you do for beauty? Uh, I think it's it's Small, a short list. Very yeah. short list. So, yeah. yeah. 
I think that's true. Dear listener, is there something you've done for beauty in the last or are planning to in the next whatever? I want to hear all about it. What are your crazy, crazy things that you've done? I saw one on TikTok. It was a girl, young woman, who had gone to Erewhon. Do you know what that is? Oh, my God. Please don't tell me that's that supermarket where they have $90,000 mushrooms and hydroponic little handcrafted eco-friendly biodegradable sphere domes that are nonsense. Yes. <laughs> and the reason you put an S on mushrooms is because there are two. So it is the ludicrous supermarket only in California right now about, uh, I don't know, aiming to take over the world. I'm not sure of their marketing plan. But I saw somebody say, oh, the Whole Foods supermarket is for poor people. We shop at Erewhon. I'm like, immediately I'm in. Let's go see what that means because I love things that are ridiculous. I just do because some people have it as their everyday norm. And for me to see ridiculous, I just love it. I can't explain it. It's the same reason that when driving home from anywhere after a storm, I see uprooted trees and things and I come home and I say, honey, get in the car. He loves, the boy loves to see destruction. I don't know what it is in him that leads to see like- Interesting parallel to the massively overpriced foodstuff store. But I mean, at the same time, I can't hate on anybody who has figured out that every industry, every market, every category must have a best. And for some non-discerning clients, best simply means most expensive. So there has to be something that is priced the highest. Doesn't make it the best, just makes it the highest price. And you know what? Who are we? I would love to be the (laughs) highest priced supermarket in town and to sell wildly over overpriced, ridiculous, poor quality gems for folks who just didn't know how to spend their money, if not for me. I I, I'm, I volunteer as once tribute. again as tribute. I I'm feel like this is the second time in two podcasts you have volunteered to do something horrible. I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking to volunteer. I, I feel like volunteering is good. And I just know that my time is valuable for others. And why not to be the repository for their overflow funds? I think that's a good use of my volunteer time. No. I, no, I do think there are people who have money and don't know what to do with it and are waiting for somebody to open a store like this to to throw money at it. But last time you said you wished you were part of the demise of glo- with global warming. I'm just trying to say, let's clean this up. Listen, I don't want global warming. I don't like <laughs> but you it. want a private jet. I live like- I live in an environment where the buds are currently blooming and there is snow on the ground. So we're just, there's pollen everywhere <laughs> and it's 12 degrees. It makes zero sense where we are. We're, it's, it's upside downtown down here. It's ridiculous. So if global warming cannot be stopped at this moment by Get just your screeching on jet. the brakes, then, uh, then we have to blame someone for it. And the people we're currently blaming are the uber rich and their habits of flying in private jets. And I feel... Like, I will take the heat. I will happily fly around the globe in a private jet and be chastised for the thing that no one can stop because of me. I will. I'll do that. That's really big of you. I appreciate, as as a lay folk here, I appreciate that. Thank you for taking one for the team. I don't know how to phrase it, but. You know, can I say? 
You're welcome. Okay, thank you. Can I say that? Okay. How um how has TikTok taken a devastating turn? Well, I made some slight changes to my TikTok because I don't really know what I'm doing. Uh, so I was on TikTok and I made some changes to profile and to settings and to this and that. And I happened to notice after I did so that things that were on a you know rapid trajectory all stalled out. So I thought, oh, I've, and I started getting very weird content served to me. Uh-oh. I deduced, I deduced I had tripped up and confused the algorithm. So I actively started looking for, okay, I've got to, I've got to help it understand who I am again. And when I did that, I started seeing all these teachers from Florida, just reading books, just reading children's books right into TikTok. And I thought, I'm, I'm here. I'm just relaxing. I'd love to hear children. Oh, look, and it's so beautifully illustrated. And they flipped the page. And as they were reading, these totally pure, delightful, charming, heartwarming, glorious, uplifting, aspirational books, I slowly began to realize that they were reading books that have been banned and pulled from their fucking classrooms. And the reason they were reading them is because they themselves could not understand why this particular book had been banned. And I could not either. It was a book about cooperation. Another favorite of mine was All Are Welcome. So the book All Are Welcome was pulled. And the only thing in the All Are Welcome book that anybody could guess at is that there were multiple religions represented in the pictures. Are you kidding me? There was nothing in it that I could even remotely guess at as being problematic at risk of indoctrinating others. It, it, it was all our welcome here. We're a great big community. Well, that's a dangerous lesson to teach, Amy. That book obviously needs to be banned in most. Oh, well, it it's Florida, honey. It's no Florida. sense whatsoever. And then I stumbled into, you know, sadness of the world talk where I'm getting all this. OK, well, if these books are banned and now let's talk about just all the things that we wish we could change and we're working to change and you pick it at four and thought you changed. Ha ha, pull that back. Like it was just all of a sudden TikTok became this place that was no longer filled up with like restorative paint techniques and cupcakes and I don't know, weird scotch eggs that I'll never eat but have a really long process culinarily and things that I like to watch. It's all gone for me now. So I'm I'm actively going to have to reclaim my talk. I'm reclaiming my talk time. I could exit the platform, but don't do that. I won't do that. Don't do that. So, yeah, it'll have to be pride from me. See where I'm going from my cold, dead fingers while on your G7. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really was just trying to relate it to our um, Second Amendment right club. Oh, no, I got you. I got you. Oh, my God. Speaking of which, when you were talking about seeing your friends from 15,000 years ago. Yep. Right, your, your Paleolithic friends that you got to have lunch with, and you said something came up and it really stuck in my mind. I thought for a second it was going to be a TikTok devastating turn. I thought it was going to be how did we find ourselves in this QAnon adjacent book conversation? Because that's exactly what happened to me on Saturday night. <laughs> oh my gosh! Went to a fundraising gala for our school. So it's all these parents that you hang out with at school and around school, which turned into, let's go to an after party. Let's just, we don't live far. Let's go to our house. So we went after the gala to somebody's house to continue the happiness. So there's a mixed bag of people you know or think you know real well. Or thought you knew. Five (laughs) physicians are there. 
and two of the physicians started slippery sloping themselves. I, you heard me say physicians, right? Slippery sloping themselves into for no reason. Masks don't work. I'm so sad you had to. I'm so sad you had to get a vaccination. And I'm like, I, 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 I love these crumble cookies. Do you always have them? Did you think we were coming over? What's this in the other room? Talk to me about your fireplace throughout. Anything, anything I can do, anything that I can do. So this has, of course, become the go-to move post-party of, what the fuck? And I'm so sorry. And I didn't know that was going to happen. I didn't know how to get out of it. And blah, 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 blah. It's just one of those things where read the room or maybe read the bottom of your glass that, like me, you've maybe had too many and now your, your truthiness is coming out. It was weird. It's just weird when someone who has tons and tons of very high level scientific learning in their body still comes down on the side of, but the Mr. Internet said, I mean, I'm an idiot. I believe a lot of really dumb things. I am not, I'm a board certified idiot. And I still think that we don't need to talk about Dr. Fauci two and a half years later at a cocktail party where we're just eating cookies and drinking drinks. What say you? I say, this is why Melissa does not leave the house. Oh this my is God. why I have hermited. Because you never know when you're going to wander into a room with a bunch of stupids. And in reality, I feel like I've, partially because of you, lost the ability to control my face, <laughs> which includes my mouth. Oh, well, yeah. the mask helped you for two years. It that did. Was nice it yep. really <laughs> did. And I thought... Even when I'm still wearing a mask in, t in a crowded Target that nobody can hear me, you are not invisible and you are not inaudible when you are wearing a mask. And I know that intellectually, but if somebody in my presence, I, I would try to walk away, but if I also had over-imbibed the way you had, I might have had I really to. Had. I, I super really had. At one point, I wandered into the host's bedroom and took off my earrings and took down my hair, which was all curled up on top of my head, took off my glasses and I got in their bed and I don't, I don't know them in that way to do that. So it was, I guess there was a lot of consumption happening at this party, but still I knew enough not to start and then maintain a QAnon laced conversation. In yeah. I don't know that company. I would have done that. I think I might've said, well, anybody have an opinion that's not fucking ridiculous and crazy? Cause we are <laughs> open to those here too. Like I, I don't know that in my the fiber oh, of my God. being, I have left any um, ability or artistry behind the verbiage of, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I don't have it. I flesh. Would right you pick there. a fight over like a Yankee fan? Would you pick? I'm trying to think you like New York teams. Would you I pick do. a fight over a, a someone talking shit about sports? Would you pick that fight or are you just like telegraphing with your face? I don't want to be in this conversation with you and or exit the conversation. Because I kind of feel like they're the same thing. You're not going to change her team. Yeah, you're, you're not. And she's not going to change yours. So what's the point of the conversation? It's just clear we've established. The point of know, my side would be shut the fuck up. You know, this is not an appropriate conversation. If somebody came at me, well, the Yankees now are not the Yankees that I was a wild, crazy fan. But, even at, but even at the yes. time, <laughs> even if it happened now, I would say, well, that's your opinion and far from fat. Like, I don't think I still have the ability to on something that didn't kill millions of people, right? You're saying pick something that that's, that's innocuous. No, that's not, and, it, that's not it at all. That's so, absolutely not it. And that's an interesting angle that you're taking. 
My question for you and the thing I'm trying to, you know, unravel here a little bit is unravel me in the conversation. Yeah. Are you comfortable and capable of letting people be flagrantly wrong in public or is that the issue? Because she's she's saying things as if they are fact that are not fact and they are quite controversial what she's saying. Right. So who did anybody counter her? I exited. I was uh, like, I I see there's a bedroom and I'm I'm not interested in this. But I have since heard the fallout, which was hilarious. People like apologizing to each other, like, I don't know what that was. I didn't invite that conversation. I don't even know how we got there. Now I'm embarrassed. You don't know us all that well. And this person doesn't represent us. Like it was one of those like spin around, 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 around the thing. And why? So is it better to just shut the conversation down or are we not capable of just saying, huh, okay, I, I see your team colors now. I don't play for that team. Because it sounds to me like you are, get the giant cannon on your shoulder and annihilate that team. I kind of am. And I think that's why Stuart doesn't take me out anymore. I think that's <laughs> why he's like, you can dress her up and put her on the couch <laughs> because that's where she belongs. Yeah, I, I will go to the park with you. But if somebody at the park starts, my answers are, I have a collection of, well, that's an unpopular and stupid opinion. Skip. How Um, do people respond when you tell them they have stupid opinions? Just wait, you'll see, is is what I've heard to that comment before. I'm like, I I see plenty right now. Just wait, you'll see, so they don't care. So that's good. I see plenty. I've seen more than I wanted to see today from you. And I'm moving on. the lesson because they don't care. They don't. Clearly, when they say, well, they just continue to entrench and say in their mind, I'm right. And you can call me stupid. Doesn't bother me. I've been called worse. Isn't that what everything is these days? Well, that's those are your facts. These are mine. Facts are facts. That's your dumb opinion. And this is me reading more facts. Like, what are you? Why are we even having a conversation with somebody who presents dumb shit like that? That's why I don't go out. Speaking of dumb shit, (laughs) I want you to talk me off the roof of this GoFundMe campaign that I just got. I'm going to make it super quick because we actually talked about it before and I just want the highlights. Why am I responsible for going to fund something that is a very small niche pet project to a specific neighborhood of dopes? Oh my God. What happened at this lunch today? This so tell me, tell me, lunch. tell me who's asked you for money? Who uh, came at you today with their GoFundMe? I got, who came at you today? I got several requests oh, in the course okay. of, of about a week. And that's, that's probably the reason I think, why can't Multiple you handle this requests? yourselves? Like, why is this something you're reaching out to strangers for? And I think what upset me was it was for a religious group. <gasps> right. Okay. So I thought if it's for, and, and you and I have a friend who did a Kickstarter to start her business and I couldn't have thrown enough money at her. Like I- For sure. That's a business. It's a product. It's a business. It's a product. And guess what? It also sent me, are you sitting? A t-shirt and a bag. Thank you. Well, and, and in fairness, that's basically saying I'm looking for venture capital. I'm just doing it as an independent. That's what Kickstarter is. Respect. Right? Yeah. 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 That's not the so, case on GoFundMe. If GoFundMe is kind of like neighborhood begging, kind of. Do you know? It's like the bake sale, but there's no cookies. 
It's you just... get nothing. <laughs> I'd like a brownie you with give. my contribution. I receive. Yes, I, that's I, I pay the um. I pay the Girl Scouts <laughs> by uh, means of our friend Dina's kids. I, I pay the Girl Scouts. They're delightful. They give me cookies. There might even be a T-shirt one year in it for me. I'm a big right, fan. So who is the misguided individual or individuals? Individual one who are contacting you and saying. God needs our help in the form of your yeah. checkbook. Like why? You're not part of that target market. I'm not. I'm not. And twice it got to me, maybe three, but the third was not, was not is for a religious Is this a neighbor? Thing. Is this a friend? Is this a, who is this? It's another community outside of the tri-state area of people who had during COVID found a great place to worship. And now they want you, me, us, anyone other than themselves um, to uh, brick and mortar their way into whatever it is. I don't even fucking know. I got so angry. I only saw red <laughs> and swipe, swipe, swipe. I wasn't well, happy. Maybe. Yet. All right. Well, let's come at this another way. Dare I say, I also think getting any sense of emotional befrazzlement over receiving this request is too much effort on your part. All, right, all these people want it. All these people want to do is love God and they can't love God without a little extra zhuzh from you to make their pews look nice. So, you know, that's what? where I'm fighting you on it. Love God. It's they actually want- free. Thank you. It's Thank free. You. You're welcome. It's free. That's right. That's right. So they're going to, they're all of their efforts are in vain anyway. So you can just laugh your way and gather up all your money and hug it to your chest and say, I hope you burn in hell. And I guarantee oh my. by not paying <laughs> oh your my. GoFundMe. That's a boob leg. You God really has, just. God <laughs> has smited you and your inability to raise the funds you need on your own, right? To go begging. Don't beg door to door in my name. Not in my that, name. What right. would Jesus do? He would get a job and then make his own church. He's out he there did. washing feet. I think he did make yes. his own church a couple of times and burn a couple down. Like he's, he's doing it, man. Read your books. Come on, kids. Your read own books, is. right. Florida. Yeah. Come or on. go on TikTok and read some of the banned ones. Um, oh my I did step out of my box this week. Ding. And I went to volunteer at a son of shelter. It's a rescue. So, funny. so you're volunteering. Yeah. You're my making time, good yeah. use of your time. Well, I'm starting. See? Yeah. What are you doing? Are you feeding and petting and bathing and walking these pups? What are you doing? So that's what I did for the SPCA when my daughter was too young to do shit for herself. I had to take her and and that was fun and enjoyable and and whatever. But that is a, a house, a building full of pit bulls because people are assholes and dogs are delightful. See previous story. And this one is not a shelter, it's a rescue. So they count on fosters. So they're very rarely full of dogs. It's just on transport days where they cast a huge net to into the south at other rescues. And God help the state of Pennsylvania. All of the puppy mills that are here and, and southern Ohio, that's where they go out and they pick up tens of 20, 30 dogs and puppies, really, and they bring them back in a in a transport. So for a while, until they have their foster homes, we will clean out and feed and, and take care of and walk. And that's, that's no problem. But the biggest issue that these rescues, not shelters face is they can't, I found this interesting, they can't publish their address anywhere. They have a P.O. box because the second you publish your address, people drop off animals that they don't want anymore and they tie them outside or put them in crates at oh the my address God. that you posted. 
So they had to wash the internet of their actual address and only hand it out to volunteers, foster families, and people who are coming to adopt animals. Isn't that crazy? What? If you have the wherewithal to get in a car and drive this animal someplace, then you have the ability to care for this animal. I mean, think of the amount of effort involved of figuring out where can I dump this pet that I no longer want. And then I'm going to go there and physically abandon said pet with a stake in the ground and some sort of a lead or leash. It's ridiculous. People do it It all the time. It's not even logical. It's heartless. I'm not into that. Yeah, I didn't yeah, want to so they don't that. publish I would that. volunteer to stop that. Yeah. Right. So it's it's super great and I like to give them guaranteed hours. So if they have like adoptions, they know that on Wednesdays from one to four, at least Melissa will be here. She can do the adoption or she could do a meet and greet with other dogs or whatever it is. Like I want to give them solid time that doesn't interfere with my very impressive podcasting position with yes, you. Yes, and the rest of your super important life. I agree. Now are these all pit bulls, like you said? Because I kind of want to volunteer for pit bulls. They make me a little bit. I don't like them. No, I, like I them. love them, and I oh, I would volunteer solely for them. The only these animals come from Lancaster breeding Amish breeding folk who are and not responsible be, breeders. I, I just want to be clear before we start talking about the Amish because fuck those butners. Okay, here's where we're getting into today. <laughs> I don't like pit bulls, full stop. And it's not because I'm a dog racist. I don't like chihuahuas, full stop. I don't. There's a whole thought. I don't like, what are the other ones? They have those long, floppy, sad faces. Cocker spaniels. And they have like the jerry curl looking hair, but they're short. <laughs> and they look at you like, I, they're just no good. I, so I'm not interested. These these are breeds that- What about a greyhound? Do you like say, a good greyhound? I would say, nope. No, yeah. these are breeds where I would say, good for you. Go find your friends. <laughs> like I'm not, you're not coming with me. Now, I don't wish them ill. I think they're just fine to have in the world. I don't want them around me. And I'm certainly not volunteering to help them. So I'm very glad that you're not helping pit bulls. It's got to be some sort of a, it's got to be some kind of a ferner, flupal, crudle-doodle mix, right? It's got to be some sort of a, a dog-a-doodle. Dog are you a doodle dog? Is a doodle dog? Wow. So they turn out to be designer dogs like that, mainly because they're breeding out, I'm going to say out West, but it's really Western Pennsylvania. So it's not really West. Uh, They're breeding dogs that people will pay over three grand to acquire. So some of them are doodles. Um, There were, what are those? Australian Shepherds. They had some gorgeous puppies that rolled in the day I volunteered. And they also have one dog that I wanted desperately and almost came home with me same Will you day. stop it? Will you stop it? You cannot do this. It was a mini, mini golden doodle. Jesus. And, 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 and she was a beautiful red, which matches my dog right now. But also she had three and a third legs. So she three. was a cripsy doodle. Yeah, yeah, she was I'm a thalidomide. I'm surprised that you did not take Take this dog home again. It's not over. Ticks, ticks all the box. Ticks all the boxes. Super needy, ginger, squat, and missing a limb. What's next? Speak Spanish or foreign language of any kind. This is the only thing that is necessary. International experience, right? That's that's so funny because there is a horrific. Oh my god! 
there is a horrific um, human dog meat festival where they kill dogs and eat them. And people go over and they rescue dogs in herds and packs and packs and they bring them over to the States. And what's funny is there's your international travel. They also speak Chinese. They also speak Mandarin. These are dogs and you need to learn sit, stay. You need to learn some Mandarin to- In a different, right, right, right. Yeah, so I don't have any of those dogs. These are all- yet. Yet. Well, Norma, one of our dogs, came to us from this a similar rescue here because she was already 10 months old when they had bred again and they had puppies and people didn't want the 10 month old when they can get well, babies. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you can get three grand for these dogs, I mean, can't you get like 1500 for a scratch a dent? Or like a missing leg. I feel they're like all I, scratching dent. Well, surely, surely they're making some. Like, why? Why are, are they we going back to the can can dogs? Is that what we? I'm have just here? saying <laughs> on sale. Why are they these Amish? They understand marketing. Like, why? If they're going to all the trouble to make these designer dogs, can't they like stick two of them together? Like, I'm just saying, it's a business for them. They're horrible pace, profiteers. So what they what happens if you don't come out perfect? Just throw them on the pile and make two more. Is that their philosophy? And that's why we have so many dogs. Well, what, what their their philosophy is: dig a hole, kill it, and bury it. So in, what? in lieu of that, they fifteen seventeen years ago, these rescues contacted them and said, "I know there are not dogs you can sell. Instead of killing them, why don't you call us?" Anytime we will come out and get them, and when we come get them, we're gonna we're gonna train them. Even though give you some educational materials that tell you about QAnon and also not killing fucking dogs. Sorry about Fauci. Namaste. (laughs) Sorry to hear about Fauci, but it's not like your community gave into that crazy vaccine thing. So I volunteered, and it was delightful. It is an organization that is run by all women, and they are. Our people, Amy. Yes. I have overheard conversations in my three, four hours so far that I've put in about things like the Bobbitt family. And did she really throw it out the window? I've never heard of this. And I thought, oh my God, are you really talking about John Wayne Bobbitt right now? It was hilarious. A long time ago. It is. They're younger, some of them. Some of them are younger too, so she might not know. Things we can teach you about genital dismemberment. And then things. chucking it out the window on the Northern mm-hmm. State Parkway. That's and crazy. And it up. Yep. Yeah, that Absolutely. was crazy. But crazy. they also said, and I think our group of friends would super appreciate the fact that one of them said they had just done an adoption. I don't know if it was from the adoption, but there was a man with whom she had an experience that was dumb as fucking dirt. Okay. Dumb, dumb, dumb. And so uh, what do you do with the dog? And you take it home and love it. You put it in the you put it in the car. No, you actually leash it up. Here's a long leash and you drive super slow as it runs by the side of your car. Oh, my God. So afterwards, it was quiet for a minute. Dumb, dumb guy. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Sure, sure. Was he at least hot? is what one of the other women on the other oh, side of the wall said. She gets it. Yeah, she gets it. She gets and she it. said, yeah. no, she, no, he wasn't. Oh, he had a double ding, ugly and stupid. What's so, your point? Of course, our point? friends would have gone the third, the you know third I mean? leg saying, well, well he yeah. must be really good. 
at oral sex. Like he must oh, be the I was gonna master. Say, at the bank. Yeah, on Wall Street. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You've just identified achievement unlocked. We have yeah. a brand new investment strategy for something that is sorely needed, right? Scratch and dent volunteer humans. So this guy is dumb and <laughs> ugly. He is not going to be homed. He needs someone to take him with a very long leash and train him up in the ways of the world and help him see that he's capable of love and give him a good life that he doesn't deserve based on his looks, actions, thoughts, or temperament. Right? No. And I'll tell you why. Dogs deserve it, but humans, no. Correct. Okay. Those who cannot self-advocate, he can. Dogs cannot. You had a crazy cat acquaintance who's a lovely person. That person who helps with the capture, spay, and release, or rehome, or feral city lady. You're talking about my friend Jessica, not Jessica Kupferman. Oh, I have a Jessica Kupferman story, too, for this week. Oh, gracious. That's Jessica. Just Jessica week. Squared. Yeah, so she's a crazy cat lady, and she goes out and helps all the feral cats, and she actually built them a cat shanty in the woods so that they can rehome themselves. It's a lot of effort for some stray cats. Are you avoiding using the phrase cat house? No! If I had thought of it, it's that's great. perfect! It's because great. they're also super horny and gross. <laughs> yes, I'll bet they are. And they fuck everything. So it's a perfect, perfect, perfect. Tell me your Jessica Kupferman story. Yeah, um, so while listening to her podcast, which I do <laughs> regularly... <laughs> um, She's had a couple zingers in the recent weeks. <laughs> she, um... Oh, how do I, how do I? She commented that we don't need physicians anymore because AI or GPT chat or some sort of AI is just as good, if not better than an actual human. All right. So let me do, let me do a little quick cleanup. Chat GPT is a form of artificial intelligence among many. They are all gaining popularity based on their newfound functionality. We've, we've experienced a leap, a technological leap in the past, you know, 18 months. And it's catching on like wildfire. People are finding new uses for it. One of which is really exciting. If you upload a selfie, if you upload a dozen selfies, have you heard about this? If you upload a dozen of your own selfies into an AI platform, it will spit back professional headshots of you. So it'll take your selfies and morph them into beautiful, in air quotes, looks like professional shots. So photographers are like, huh, if you upload a list of questions, it'll spit back a paragraph or an essay paper or a research paper or a blog or a video script for you to use. So writers are like, huh. So lots of people are looking at these these artificial intelligence information generators and what they can do. Jessica was, of course, playing around with it. She mentioned it on her podcast. And she found what she thought to be a novel and exciting use of chat GPT. And it was... I love her. I feel (laughs) like I need to preface what I'm about to say with, I love her like a fucking sister. Um, we've had web web MD for ages, right? That was like Mm -hmm. the very beginning of what she's trying to coin as the best thing to ever happen. That's fine. You diagnosed something potentially correctly. Now what? 
you're going to need a fucking human. And good luck with that because. So she entered in a list of symptoms. She, she was just playing around with it. Her husband was recently diagnosed with something. And I don't remember. It wasn't important. She didn't mention it on the show. So then she entered it. She said, let's see. So she entered in all of the things that they had told his physician, listed it in the chat GPT, and it spit back the exact diagnosis that he had been given along with the treatment protocol that he had been given. And she, for 30 seconds before her co-host, Elsie Escobar, told her to sit down and that's not what you're doing. <laughs> and you're totally wrong and this is disastrous and I don't think you know what you're doing. And, the, and then she walked back and said, well, I didn't say it was good. I just said it was exciting. So in any event, the point is, oh my it, God. Spit back, it spit back the same diagnosis, which honestly I do think is interesting. Even as proof of concept, right? She what went could on, be wrong? It was, she, her spin on, on it was novel. Her spin on it was novel. Oh, that's her spin very on kind it was of novel. you. <laughs> you are tap dancing and I'm offending. Okay, that's fine. You're an excellent My husband dancer. is not a doctor. Yeah, You're my an husband excellent is dancer. not a doctor. So... Um, she it went was, on to uh, say, wouldn't you want to go to the source? Every piece of information that's ever been published or known is on there now and up to 2020 or 2021. Wouldn't 20, you want to talk, yeah. talk directly to Pocahontas if your daughter is doing a report on that? And to continue her suggestion, it was or her justification. It was where do you think these doctors get this knowledge? They're trained this in school from the same places and or. I bet you that doctors have been using this technology in their offices while they're talking to you for years. So they're not actually, this is where she was extrapolating. Which is what made me take out my AirPods and chuck and them in the them park the where river. I was walking. Yes. And just say, <laughs> ah! I was furious. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call her on it, both on my podcast, and I'm going to pick up the goddamn phone. Oh my God. And call her wonderful. and say, I'm going to oh, ask shit. you to stop try. I haven't done it yet because I'm still annoyed. When I'm You're less so annoyed, funny. I will do you it. Shouldn't, you know, you need to do it at full annoyance height. I think that's really the best time for you to do this completely doomed activity. If you're going to do it, add the flamethrower. It's just stupid all around. You shouldn't call her or call her on Says the woman will, who decided well, to nap in a stranger's bed instead of engaging with They're not strangers. The they invited me over and I was tired and frankly, <laughs> accidentally drunk. So I wasn't escaping the conversation so much as I had a right. serendipitous turn right. of events that benefited us both. That's I'm all. picturing your eyes widen as you walk into the conversation holding a cocktail. You hear it start. You toss back the cocktail and pivot just as quickly Let's as you came Let's just say I ended, up, I ended up so accidentally drunk that I don't even know how I keep doing it. I think I forget that I maybe had taken some pain medication to reduce some arthritis. And then I sort of chugged like two vodkas because... Just that's the way that it worked out. It's not, this isn't on me. And then someone else bought me wine and I was you sort of trying to You skipped the first two glasses of wine that you had before the vodka. I didn't eat any food and the food came late. And also I was like wearing this compression harness in the form of some sort of like girl that was squeezing my brain and all of that, everything. You know how it is when you dress up and fancy and then you just have a little tibble and then you have another tibble and then you're talking to people and you don't remember that person's name. So your eyes get really big and you sip and go, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, because it's easier than, you know, you just let them lead the conversation because I don't remember who you are. I'm in a room with 400 people. I don't remember who all of you are. And now I'm lit up crazy drunk. Woo! You taught me that. It's one of the 
most important best things you taught me, and I plan to use it if ever I leave the house again. It's the nod and sip, and you mm-hmm. really taught me that. And I'm I'm really looking forward. To, not that like I can't wait to leave the house, but I'm really looking forward to using it. Mm, sip. Well, but nod. listen, you say that you say that like I'm instructing you on something, and the reality is my go-to move. It's not a move. My default setting is that I'm interested in you and what's going on with you and what you just said and where that leads us next. I'm genuinely interested more in that than I am in telling you about what I got. So the combination of I am actively engaged in listening and I'm demonstrating it also simultaneously running in my head. Are you my dentist? Are you my kid's fourth grade teacher? Did we have sex? Like, I don't remember who you are. So you're listening to all this and I'm really also riveted. So, I mean, it's, it's, it doubles as this conversation is going somewhere new, but now I'll remember you for this conversation instead of the real reason why, like, were you a coach? Are you my coach? Are you my therapist? Like, I don't know who you are. You, on the other hand, have so many conversational tips and tricks and you are an active manipulator from whom I learn. Okay. So you don't need any advice from me. You are an active manipulator. New business cards coming soon. (laughs) (laughs) You're crazy if you don't think I'm putting that on. You're a VIP manipulator. I think that's great. Manipulatrix is what you are. You are absolutely a manipulator for sure. A master. You're a masterful manipulator of the conversation. You swerve it. That's why it's so weird that you would take on these QAnoners and basically say, I'm going to take this crumble cookie and smash it straight into your esophagus and watch you choke. And then I'm going to say, COVID did that to you. Ha ha ha. Facts don't matter. Just so you know, if these are people with whom my husband works, I guess it does depend on the place. If these are people with whom my husband works and he needs, he, he obviously would have dug his nails into my arm at this point being like, shut the fuck up. I know where you're going because what... What situation happens where you literally have no idea what your spouse is going to say? You have those anymore? We don't because my husband, oddly, talk. <laughs> well, actually, he's surprisingly very chatty. He's he is uh, he is a uh, polite chit chatter. He absolutely can. He's just delightful in those kinds of environments. His go to move in the house is shut up. I want silence. Leave me alone. I don't want to talk. Nobody talk. No more talking. No more talking. But he's very like, he's mastered that thing. But he has also, over the past, pick a number, 15 years, gradually and consistently widened his public persona around his beliefs. He's not Penzi Spices. I mean, he's certainly not out there saying, you can't shop with me if you are a Republican. Hell no. But he does not shy away from posting content that he strongly believes in. And that includes everything from sports teams to racing teams to political teams, right? So he has positions on these that are crystal clear to anyone who has ever encountered him. And if not, he will make them clear and he will pick a fight with you or engage in the fight with you in a very polite way. That's also like, how much of this shit sandwich would you like to eat? I'm offering it to you and it's going in. Like it's definitely shit sandwich time. We get, to, I told you this before, we get into trouble with the kids orthodontist because he went to Ohio State and my husband likes Michigan, University of Michigan football. So they have to have this weird banter. And I'm like, he's getting ready to jack up our kid's grill for the rest of his fucking life. Can we let, can we just pretend? Can we party pretend? Okay. I'll take him. I'll take him to the so orthodontist. So as a, as a consequence and, or perhaps 
perhaps uh, the um, a, a parallel reality that is not that is not causal, right? Is that we also happen? He is a business owner, and in that way, is entrepreneurial. I am definitely an entrepreneur, and I am also a business owner. Like it's, he has many employees. I am a shop of one. I've divested myself for everything else. So we tend to gravitate toward, or they us, other entrepreneurs and business owners. It's surprising. And that also generally takes the form of physicians in practice, lawyers in practice. So folks who are have their name on a shingle out somewhere, even though they're highly educated, they've gone through all this, you know, these professions, right? So we end up in these rooms with people and we all know the realities of at some point, gosh, we're all dealing with some tax code or gosh, the economy going in this way or another way affects us differently than someone who is a W-2 employee. It just does. So the conversations are generally freewheeling in this way. And we're all connected in this crowd by the school, so by our kids and by the sport, right? Because this was also a crowd of other lacrosse parents, large that that may be. What we didn't realize, and it, it tends to skew private school, it has a hefty tuition price tag, and it tends to skew a Republican leaning. So the few little blue sparks that there are, we tend to, we see each other like fireflies in the field, right? So, oh, okay. So we thought we were just in the regular old, you know, a little gaggle of folks. And then all of a sudden, Mama Red decided to start chatting up her, uh, her, her porch topics that we didn't realize were coming out. So this is a lovely woman who is highly educated, highly credible, and has some really surprising viewpoints supported by, I'm sure, some set of evidence that I am not privy to. So it was an <laughs> that interesting- scientists don't know about. It was an interesting conversation that made many people sort of uh, big eyeballs and sort of, it was a kind of thing like, did I hear that? Did I hear that right? What? So, but I kept, most of this happened after I left the room. So now they're all huddling back together and saying for this assembled group, right? She don't represent me. That's, that's not us. Let's not paint the whole team this way. That, I don't know where that came from. Too many Long Island iced teas. You know, it was one o'clock in the morning. Like all the fucking things are coming out. But it's, it, you don't have to get into a situation where, and my husband held his tongue. He did not say a word, largely because it was in his, to quote him this morning, useless. At the end of the day, she's, she's where she is and is going to stay where she is. It doesn't, the context of that conversation will not change it. It will only inflame future conversations that we don't want to be a part of, right? I'm not, you're not going to change me. I'm not going to change you. So let's stick to something that we both like. We can talk about lots of things we don't like. Why? No, but I am still, it will not change her, but I am still sending to Wisconsin. Isn't it in Wisconsin? No, no. They have, I may have missed one. What? They have a seat. I think it's Wisconsin. They have a seat open on the Supreme Court. Okay. And it is going to be definitely get involved in that rate elected that rate. seat. <laughs> Wait, it's going to be an elected seat. Yes, yes. Got it. Yes. And that seat will make the difference for Roe in that state and then set a flame sparks across. Oh, well, the Supreme Court here said this and as law. And that makes me super crazy nervous. So am I sending out postcards again? Well, yes, yes, I am sending. I love that. Again. That's a very different thing. That's an absolutely very different thing. 
I'm not asking for money. I'm asking. For no, it doesn't even be. You know, I ask for all the money you want. Throw money at that state. To do advertisements that are going to be even bigger impact than those postcards. Although, frankly, the personal touch of a postcard and a home visit actually has shown to have four times the impact of any other advertising or messaging that can be done. Here's the reason why that's vastly different. There is a dis- there's a vote, a literal decision moment happening where people get to say how they think about a particular thing. That is a conversation that is worth having that on all sides, the person making the decision should be entertaining information to make an informed decision and then actively going out and voting, right? We hope in the direction of ways that are going to benefit women. We love women. So let's benefit us. Yay team, go team women. Love that. When you're standing in a cocktail party, when there's no decision happening, when there's nothing happening other than socializing, right? We're not changing anybody's opinion. We're just having a fucking conversation. So all of a sudden, why are we, I mean, we're not discussing nuclear codes. And so it's very weird to treat it with the same kind of, this is important and where you fall on this dictates how the rest of us get to live because a decision is actually happening that affects all of our lives. This is looking in the rearview mirror of shit that already happened that arguably didn't affect anybody in this room. I mean, we all lost money. We all had our businesses go crazy, suffering and all the, I mean, but nobody in the room and half the people in the room got COVID, all of whom were vaccinated, right? So over the course of it. So I think that's how it came up. One of the guys in the room ended up in the hospital with COVID despite being vaccinated. And so this physician don't even know why it came up, started to say, I'm sorry, you had to get vaccinated. See, it didn't even make a difference. You still went this He'd be, He wouldn't be standing like, here if burr, he didn't Tell me about the fireplace around. Yeah. So, I mean, it has nothing to do. It's like it's rearview mirror stuff. It's weird. I don't think that I have those conversations anymore. And people would, would have those around me. I don't have kids. I'm never with a group that isn't somewhat shares my values. When I get together with people, kind of like this afternoon's luncheon, the question is, where does it hurt? Because we are grownups of a certain age and we know we're falling a fucking part. So when we say, where does it hurt? It's, yeah, I have a disc out in my back and I have um, arthritis back there. So every disc, not just the one that's peeking its head out, is slowly deteriorating to be a pile of dust. So I am but standing here for the grace of dust. And to ask someone, where does it hurt? Found out that my childhood friend had colon cancer in the last 20 years, five years ago. And I didn't know about that. And I mean... I don't know. It just, it's a lot. That's awful. Right? That's awful to learn in that way. That it's, I presume, at a state where we're moving on super optimistically, rearview mirror, maybe not even thinking about it, or it may be we're in remission and every day I check and it's still things weighing on me. Either one of those, that's a big conversation for you not to have been in. And to hear at lunch, um, to have 20 years after I last saw you, I remember adoring this group of friends that I had in high school. And I am trying right now 
to pick a date to invite them to go to the beach house where oh, we fun. could sit and catch up. It was one, two, three, four girls, and there were four boys. One has since passed away. Um, but for all of us to get together and discuss where it hurts, because we are 50 <laughs> and my knee is radiating heat and pain right now. And this is like, there's something on everyone. But I think, I think my friend Michael will win with his, oh yeah, I had colon cancer. Bing, that's pretty big. gotcha. That's pretty big. Yeah, that's a stumper. That's, you may have made it to the lightning round with that one. I don't know that we're going to be able to overcome I, I don't want to beat it. I just want to be supportive now that I know. You had colon cancer and I didn't bring you a kugel? That does not sound like me. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, that's just... Oh. Yeah, I don't like hearing shit like that. No. Just the regular aches and pains. And then you're like, he's like, oh, how are your parents? I'm like, well, you know. <laughs> I don't even want to tell Let's you. Start the timer. Yeah, I don't want it's... to tell you. How, more importantly, how are your parents? I must be the most impossible person to talk to. Please don't ask about my family. Hey, what about you? You want to talk about the three and a third legged dog I almost brought home today? Because that Please I will discuss with you. Please don't bring that dog. She's five months old and so cute. She's so soft and sweet. And oh, here's the part that got me. You have a dog who, by the way, you posted a picture of Butters recently and he looked like an old man to me. And it made me so, I was taken aback and it made me really sad because Butters is just a baby. For him to have all of that white hair on his face, just like I was a little shocked by He's a yellow lab and he's always been more yellow than white. You know, some of those Yellow labs can skew purely white, they're super pristine looking. He's always had yellow and even like brown butter, like it's little bits of brown. So it's a it's a mixed bag, and around his face, it has gotten very very white, not gray, just white. And it does, you know, give him a little a little bit of a uh, distinguished a gentleman of a, of a little bit of a retirement look. But you know, he's not really there yet. So. Oh, he's definitely retired. He's de- he took away his trees. Where's he going to go? He's now just yeah, laying down on what's left of grass and red mud. We have a wonderful relationship where I give him cheese and it keeps him overweight and everyone's happy. <laughs> Except the dog. Cheese is so bad for dogs. What do you do? They love he it so it. much. I know. They it. love it so much. Just, he, just, he just perks up his whole world. Yeah. Him with That's cheese. Him with cheese is like Melissa with chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> I know they will be the death of me, but oh my God, try to stop me. This restaurant where we went today, when you leave to go, stand up to go to the buffet for the first time, you come back and there's a skillet on your table. What is the best thing you've ever found as a freebie or I'm sorry, it's included with your tab. Um, There's a big difference. I've taught my kids well. What has been on your table? And then I'll tell you what was in our skillet. Well, gosh, normally if there's something, it's going to be like a little basket of bread. Bread. Or, that's a good, don't belittle know. that. Bread's great. How about, how about tortilla chips or another fun one that shows up on an ounce? Or sometimes when you get the check, they give you a couple of candy. Love that. Nice. Love that's that. Fun. Big that's fan. That's really it. That's all you get. There's no, I mean, you're, everything else, you're like nothing. Sometimes you get a muffin, but those are usually dry and sad. So, hey, In Connecticut, yeah. we went to a restaurant called 99. Nice. And they gave us a bowl of popcorn and a plate that had cheese and crackers on it. Holy shit. 
Yeah, that was like a really good snack ahead of like you could just. Yeah, get, I guess some places do peanuts. I had forgotten the whole peanuts. Peanuts too. is another one. That was a Longhorn or a ground round. Remember the ground round? I a thousand percent remember ground round. So much so that the first time we went to Longhorn where they do give you peanuts, my husband cracked it and threw the shell on the floor. And I said, oh God. where the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, oh, my God. Well, what are you supposed to do? I'm like, oh. Not that. Did I pull yeah. you directly from the barn and oh bring you directly God. here? Oh, it's so ridiculous. It's not the I ground round. That's gross. It's this- like taking a big swig of your tea and then spitting it on the floor. <laughs> Where's the here? spittoon? It's, it's <laughs> a Greek restaurant. Throw your plates against the wall. Papa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You savage. <laughs> We're oh definitely not invited back here, just so you know. This place put a skillet that had... Cinnamon buns. What the fuck? Just a skillet of cinnamon overdone. Like, I like them undercooked because, dear God, these were overcooked. But there was a skillet of cinnamon buns. It had a no, it had a it had a white creamy topping to it. And I mean, part of breakfast was the ice cream machine and the brownies and the cookies. It was a buffet. It's everything you think, but it's it's better food. I had fish. Wow. Right. Okay. I had fish. Yeah, that was shocking to me, but it was delicious. Of course, they probably slathered it in um, butter and Mm, oh, I know what it was. It was Mm -hmm. butter and brown sugar that made. I made. I made. I called it steakhouse butter. I made. Brown sugar butter the best. yesterday. It was so good. And I just threw in a little bit of extra sea salt on top just because we had this we had this really, really brown bread. And I thought, all right, how are we going to jazz this shit up? And every time I put maple in my butter, it gets too strong and it gets weird. So I just did brown sugar and, oh, butter and a little so salt. So good. A little cinnamon? And on that super hot. No, it was just plain. I should have added cinnamon. But it was so good because it was just the right ratio where you kind of don't even know why it's sweet. Because it's not sweet enough. You're like, why is this butter so fucking good? And then you realize, oh, right. Because I'm eating sugar and salt and fat all in one. It's God's trifecta. I'd like to also recommend, not that you need a recommendation. I come to you for this. But honey, a little honey on top of that. Um, I could see why the maple could be overbearing. Honey, I did put honey in. I totally forgot. I did put honey in. Okay. I I wanted mm. it to be a little bit. Yeah. So it was give that nice little bit of smoothness to it. It's super great. If you are new to this podcast, uh, we talk a lot about poop. We talk some about sex and tons about food. Um, while all hiding under the false pretense of family. <laughs> wild weekends, they're all happening together. Not the family part, but I guess family and pooping goes together. It does. And then the sex and the food goes together. So, I mean, you really could combine it into one luxury cruise if you're thinking about that. Without the Eurovirus. Uh, neurovirus. But I will tell you that if it, there is, it's also in the discussion because it's poop. So, we are grateful that you listened once again. I hope that we turned you on because you have turned us on and we are grateful for it. So come again. And if you would like a skillet with cinnamon buns, yeah, come see me or come see me at the beach during my very small high school reunion. Yep. The Hurt Club. (laughs) I'll show you. Where does it hurt? I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Besides telling us everything you do to keep yourself young, be it the B12s, the collagens, the everything you do, I want to hear it. Amy wants to hear it. We want to know. 
even tell us the things you did that were stupid that didn't work. And if you're still listening at this point, that means you're a diehard. And I want you to find a human friend and tell them with your mouth. Oh, with your mouth. Hey. Or your butt. I listen to a show that makes me laugh while I'm folding laundry, driving long distances in the car, or God forsake me, exercising. If you just can't get enough, I'm working on a retail site for you. So you can wear a t-shirt that says fun things and Dr. Barley Nickelbacker. What? What was it? (laughs) Dr. Barley Fingle Nickers. Fingle Nickers. Yeah. So look for that. I'll tell you more about that in in a in another episode. We love you. Thank you for listening. Take care, folks. That's it. Bye. Bye. Hey, ho ho.